you got to have an it. We got to get you an intro. I, I have no. I, I enjoy the. I personally, Justin out of a lot of the shit that I watch, I like the just start talking, like go straight into it. I hate the corny, like, yo, we like not nah, like because if you're listening, we we've established all this. But there's one of the problems with like reading One Piece week to week is the parts of like every arc that it's just in it's just undoubtedly get forgotten because unless there's like a hype moment in the middle of it, like the middle of Wano to me, a lot of it is just Jinbei came back. There's about like a seven, eight chapters stretch where it's like, it's prep. It's okay. We kind of know what we're doing. We just got the prison reformed or out of it. Like, and it's, it's, it's slower, which isn't necessarily a critique of the writing itself. It's just the issue you run into when an arc is four years in real time long. And so because of that, there is parts of one where I'm like, okay, I remember like the moment, it's like, I remember Jinbei coming back and it's like, oh, dope, Jinbei's back. I remember overthrowing Queen or, like, or Big Mom coming back and her ship getting knocked off twice. But if you were to ask me, yo, what happened between those like couple of chapters in between, I'd be like, I think the samurai attempted to do something and, um, and uh, we saw a little, no, the little girl, her dad dying was like early on. So it's like, there's just, it's when something is four years in real time, it's like to quote something from two years ago, that's not one of the bigger moments of the arc. It's like, Oh, I don't know. Something happened. They did some shit like, well, yeah. I mean, like, like don't like, I love, I love the timeline for one piece, but like, it is only been a few months. Like the first half of this show is a few months long. No, yeah. And that's the that's the thing. So it's like you're honestly your biggest breaks in like canonically the biggest breaks are literally Luffy falling asleep after a big fight. Like Dress Rosa, he is asleep longer than he's awake. Yeah. And it's just, you know, and same shit with like I, I don't remember the exact Dress, timeline. Dress, for... Dress Rosa is like three hours long. Yeah, it's like, but that took two and a half years. So it's like, yeah, and I'm, you know, and I and I don't think dress rose. I know dress rose gets on. I think it's, I think uh, ratings wise, I think it's the most. I think it's the um, least favorite arc from a critic's perspective. Um, because it out got of all of One Piece. Out of all of One Piece, it got shit on. Now they do separate for a lot of One Piece. Like if you go to like critic reviews of One Piece, a lot of them don't. They group a lot of the early shit. So like they don't consider, um, like I'm pretty sure Buggy and I've seen some were like Buggy, Buggy, Zoro Retrieval and Buggy are like combined into one thing. They don't separate them, even though they're. Tyler Jake can tell arms. you what the Zoro Retrieval arc is off the top of my head. Uh, I want to be completely honest. There's a name for the base. <laughs> don't fucking remember it, but there what is the, with the what? Arc just is? getting Zoro out of being sentenced to death. Oh. The very Axe start, Hand, yeah, Axan Morgan. That's technically its I've own never heard, thing. I've never but heard, but then it's also Zoro part of because oh, Syrup Village or something. Yeah, because it's. I don't remember the exact chapter. Romance Dawn is supposed to technically end. You know what um, I call that arc? Hmm, I call it the fun. Kobe arc. No, that's <laughs> because what, we, it's literally you meet. You, I lump Alvita and Axan together because Kobe is the through line. No, correct. We've we've discussed like me and you and i don't know jake if we've had this conversation with you is like we call it luffy alone and we just kind of throw um uh amazon lily the prison and some parts of marine ford 
together because all of Burton Ford. Yeah, literally from from Amazon Lily all the way to the time skip is Luffy alone. Yeah, but it's like those are technically three different arcs, but you could essentially be like that's just kind of one plot, one storyline, and because those are three very short arcs in comparison to the rest of One Piece, it's like because the war is only thirty chapters. Um, I don't know exactly how many the prison is. Um, and Amazon put, really super fucking short. They put Skypia above Dressrosa. Because so Dressrosa gets Dressrosa gets shit on drastically for the middle. Um, because you just have this. So one of the last ones. If, if we're just watching the anime, I guess I agree because Dressrosa is when they start doing like a half no, this is chapter critics. an episode. This is an, and anime critics, I have no idea what the fuck they rate what. This is just simply from a manga perspective is that if you take the timeline from, we'll say, at least from what I read, pretty much from the moment Law's captured, right? And you have the yeah. clash with Fujitora and Doflamingo all the way up until realistically they start fighting the family. And I, and no mind, I, I don't necessarily love that. I'm not, I'm not even meant words. I don't really, I've, I've stated my hatred for the Tontadas and I have stated my dislike for some of the running chapters in Dressrosa. But that gets shit on even harder than I do it. That gets shit on a lot online and by critics. Like so, that's why they consider oh, the Tontadas, the Tontadas, the yes. the Coliseum. Because a lot of people, I don't hate the Coliseum. I don't. He love hates it. the Tontadas. He, I've heard he hates the Tontadas. Justin speak about Justin. The he oh, hates, hate, no, I, I, it I, might I, be his like second most spoken word. <laughs> I, I <laughs> Tontada. Yeah, that's my issue. <laughs> but to me though, I love Dressrosa. I just hate them. Like I don't di- I don't I don't love the Coliseum, but I don't dislike the Coliseum by any matters. I, I like wish I wish genuinely, I kind of wish Pika was the family member in the Coliseum more than um Flagman. But that's because I think Pika's powers you could have more fun from a playground perspective in the Coliseum versus uh Diamante. But he that'd be my bur- only he just bur- kills everybody in there and absolutely <laughs> like he'd be the perfect person to throw in there. If you're Doflamingo and you're like, I'm not actually giving this fruit away. Yes, Diamante, I think if you go like if you rank him, I think he's number two. So he should be the best person to be in there. But like yeah. Pika's power specifically in the Coliseum, who beats him? Like you're right. I, I just I, I'll be honest, if I was in a Coliseum and I saw Pika was the person I was supposed to beat in a battle royale. I'd be like, oh, this is rigged. <laughs> Absolutely. I think, I, I think I'd know. I think I'd know immediately this was rigged. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I think that I think that would have been a good good direction to like lean into, but I guess it's like, oh, is this like actually a fair fight? I it's think I think that's some fight. I think that's something that should have he should have leaned into more of was like Doffy doesn't give a fuck anymore and he's not gonna like play by rules. Yeah. Well, so that's so I agree, but I think if you take away and this is a total, like, this is a snarky thing. This is not, once again, this is not me shitting on Dressrosa for this. But if you put him, this is my hypothetical, like, just tweak. Doflamingo in every other example doesn't give a fuck. And he's very ruthless. He is very much so a, you don't really know if Luffy's going to win up until kind of the end. And even then, when he's in gear fourth, Doflamingo does not go out like a bitch. Like, he goes two rounds with gear fourth Luffy, and without help from law, he loses. 
And so to me, everything else was kind of perfect because then you still get Diamante fighting the dad, which is its own dress wrestler storyline that had to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Pika could still post Coliseum end up fighting Zoro and Zoro still wins that fight. Not a big deal. And because you threw Sabo in there anyway, you're not, yes, Pika makes the match unfair and it makes it feel like Doflamingo has even more control. Sabo is the, Sabo should be strong enough still to handle Pika in the, in the Coliseum. Zoro and him can solve the fight afterwards. I don't care. But like, to me, that'd be my only like little change of like, I think, as good as Doflamingo is in that arc, and he is top tier as fuck, I think even amongst fans, it's like him and Crocodile fight for like the number one villain spot. Um, I think that would have been like the one little piece to Josh Rosa I would have changed and been like, that's, and I love Josh Rosa as much as I hate the things. I love Josh Rosa, so I'm not the person to bitch. Yeah, I, I like Josh Rosa too because it's like, it, it felt like the Straw Hats actually going up against a pirate crew if that makes sense it's not like an organization like it's structured like an organization but like realistically like they're they're pirates you know what i mean so it's like like all shit goes south because they're part of the doflamingo family he actually cares about his crew and so he feels like a pirate captain versus like crocodile is he's like i don't give a shit about any of these people crocodile um, just wants mr one alive because he likes his fruit I mean, yeah that's about it he's uh, like, i just don't want to lose that i guess i guess moria but he only has like three friends and an army of zombies uh if you want if you if you want to count that um and then i then i guess doflamingo right like <laughs> Yeah. It's like and an it was, actual, it's an actual pirate crew. And it was great contrast because I'm pretty confident, like, and it, this is a statement that doesn't matter, but it's, I think, for the context of what I'm saying, Fujitora, I think, entered Dressrosa as probably the strongest person on Dressrosa. And so, but the way he moved was very much like a Navy Admiral should move, at least a, theoretically, a, a righteous Navy Admiral. We don't have many of them, but theoretically. Um the way he moved, knowing he had the power to essentially stop everything, versus the way Doflamingo moved, and Doflamingo was still, I mean, to be him, Fujitora, and Luffy as the strongest people there, like, that contrast of shitbag who doesn't care, will do whatever to win, versus the trying to do it the right way, and then Luffy just being chaotic neutral, because that's what Luffy does. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, so Did you guys talk listening. about last week yet? We have, but I want to get uh, I want to get your take on this, Jake. So <laughs> he's like, I hated it. So <laughs> after... there's no way anyone could hate Kuma's. Can we agree on that really quick before we get? I'm oh, on Jake. One Piece is fantastic. Yeah, there's I, no way you could I, hate I, Kuma, right? I love One Piece. One Piece is great. I I had that's that's all I'm going to say about One Piece. One Piece is fantastic. Everyone should read One Piece. This is because our first everyone should commit this with Jake is me literally going, yo, this is why Jake hates One Piece. <laughs> yeah. Um, everyone should commit the first three decades of their life to um, a comic series. Um, <laughs> Please. You're right. Read Detective Conan. I learned how to read to, to One Piece. Thank you, One Piece. <laughs> um, great. Only great things to say. Oh, um, after after Matt's 
uh brilliant and i i thoroughly mean that in the most sincere way possible brilliant bleach presentation oh we're gonna get to that um bro don't ask me to do it again <laughs> I, I'll, I'll have to take an edible or something um after that brilliant presentation and then watching thousand year blood war and then seeing the most egregious example of um jjk just being a soapbox for a hardcore bleach fan that never got over anything and hasn't grown since reading bleach um so mad i don't want to say that that's that's putting it down a little bit jjk is better bleach it's better bleach it's better bleach absolutely better it's better bleach but the man he he killed off one of his most pivotal pivotal important characters in the worst way possible we, for we, a bleach we reference. Know. We don't we don't know. He he's dead. He might be he's alive, <laughs> guys. He's dead. But reverse curse technique. This is can it, do you guys understand why I hate resurrection now? Resurrection's always bad. bad. Resurrection's always bad. I've I've been saying it for years, but like I think jjk is a perfect example of like jjk was cool until it introduced it like yeah exactly like i i I i've been saying i've always said it's bad but like the moment that you can go oh this person knows how to resurrect someone yeah suddenly death is like the moment you literally like are throwing you throw pens in the air and like go yeah "Mm." the only good there's no of resurrection i'm like there's no reason otherwise that yuta wouldn't go to back up gojo while yeah. kashimo sacrifices himself to not like put him back together you know what i mean yeah like this is this is my whole thing this is why there's kingsman yeah, golden circle is a so garbage many, movie uh, <laughs> I, I mean i i've i've brought this up before um, I've I've brought this up before. It's it's why there's a giant gaping plot hole of Nobara and Toto should be pl- present and fine, um, because we've seen Hikari be healed. He doesn't know actual reverse curse technique. You know um, Shoko can do it. Shoko we know can Shoko do can do it. And so she was in. How did Shibuya. he get his arm back? He got healed. Who else could have healed him? We have. Um, for sure, Shoko, maybe other characters, it doesn't really fucking matter. We know you two can. Um, the thing, so, with, the okay. thing with Hikari that I then why always are we go still with... around Toto? Why are these like other characters like being held on the edge so hard when this, this is something we should know about? And I think it just hurts waiting to use it as a plot device. Right. Rather- Rather than just letting the reader know. Oh, I lost. Wait, Jake. Come back, Jake. (laughs) Yeah. Come back. Actual chapter. Oh, oh, oh. Lost it for about five seconds there. Um, I want to say two things. Can you hear me? You are kind of spacing out. Hear me now? Count to five. Uh, As as Jake fades back in. There we go. (laughs) As Jake fades back in. Raises back in. I'll say this. Two things real quick, and then I'll let Matt go. Is Five. Resurrection, <laughs> Resurrection, and I'm not even the biggest fan of this series. The only series I think that's ever done it correctly is uh, Full Metal Alchemist because it was the premise of the show, and there's butchered examples of it until theoretically the end. And so 
it's the whole point was yo resurrection is so off limits we have to do this super extreme thing to get there and we're never really going to get there until potential end game and you will see butchered examples of why resurrection is a is a crappy yeah. trope and so resurrection FMA, yeah FMA resurrection's well. a crap shoe and if you resurrection, want infinite to... regeneration's bad it, they're yeah they're just bad and oh, it's, a, it's a crutch it's an absolute crutch and authors need to get away from it um please stop <laughs> it is and the other one i'll say is I, I didn't think about this until um until we were until we were watching bleach and it was like i have i have been on the side of can only go I will well stay on the side of optimism now i oh, do cool. think though there's like certain things every writer says just a little too much and that makes me feel like okay there's some fatigue here where there's like we're running out of ideas for lines. I've always said, like, with Naruto, they say, that jutsu, like, way too many fucking times. And it's like, dog, every jutsu is not that mysterious or unique. The fucking scroll was bullshit. But we're not, we don't need to re revisit that, right? And the last, like, five chapters, and what makes me scared about where JJK is going, is your boy has, like, said five, six times over the last five, four or five chapters, like, Wow, that's like comparable to Gojo. Wow, that's like comparable to Shukuna. Wow, that's like oh, that's, that's to where Gojo. I would, dude, like, that was yeah. everything was uncomparable for the before first... my internet got cut in half. That's where I was going. Yeah, I'm like before this part of the thing that made them so cool, and I and I love this. I love legacy characters that are bullshit. I will stand on that. If they're not destroying the main storyline, I love legacy characters that are bullshit. Uh, Modern Hashiram are two of my favorite characters from Naruto because they were bullshit. And it was totally fine because Modern obviously ended up being potentially was a big bad, but it was like this idea that these guys who lived long ago were just so over the top. I like that. And so I liked Gojo and Sukuna for the entirety of the story. They were the clear outliers and that's fine. Now everyone's a fucking outlier. And I'm like, everyone yeah. can't be an outlier because then your outliers aren't actually outliers. Like and if you're using that outlier as a benchmark for everything, that's supposed to be impressive. But you just cut that outlier in half and said, oh, he wasn't even really trying the whole time. Then is it impressive? Like, oh, he's as as he's as talented as the dude that Sukuna just dusted with apparently no problem um, retroactively. And so I really I really wish they why. Could. Why why do we care if he's as talented as Gojo? Being as talented as Gojo doesn't matter, clearly. Um, and um, if anything, and I saw this in some comments and I thought it was a really good point. Higurama was nothing like Gojo. Um, his, if anything, his skill set's entirely more like Sukuna's. Um, he's adapting on the fly, he's learning quickly. Gojo like sees something and like adapts, but he's got a bunch of built-in hacks that lets him do that it's not uh Higurama um he is entirely much more similar to Sukuna than anything remotely like Gojo that's fair Matt you're gonna say something yeah I was like I kind of wish and Jake you're probably gonna disagree with me on this one but I kind of wish they had used Gojo as a way to nerf Sukuna it wouldn't have made him feel as bad um, when he does get cut in half. Yeah, and especially no, I, especially I, I, I after this, watching. I said this exact thing. Especially before. after yeah. watching. Yeah, especially after watching Bleach, dude. I'm like, oh, yeah. strange. Like, well, we're like, watching a Bleach, like, Bleach spinoff, so we're gonna use Bleach. <laughs> hold on, if you if so, 
if I my, the comparison I can make is to M my hero with Star and Stripes, where it's like, yeah, it's really I annoying agree. that I she see, got I know introduced and, and like, but her purpose was literally to give the heroes time to actually plan. So I'm like, oh. Yeah. Gojo's purpose in the story was to make it so Sukuna didn't just one shot literally everybody. Uh, that would have been that would have been that would have been meant something. Um, but I I also feel what... like the JJK like thing the theme thematic essence or whatever is all about like yeah the loneliness of power because it goes all the way that's like the through yeah. line for the that's whole show lately, yeah. so it's like oh well gojo's the strongest and he was lonely so he died and was surrounded by his friends so he's no longer lonely and i'm like i guess that's a story yeah. i guess that's a complete character arc yeah um, I, I, yeah i guess that's I yeah guess you're that's right funny. i guess and, that is and like what <laughs> and and jujutsu kaisen i think set itself up in a way where with Gojo, you very much could have had your cake and eaten it too. We could have had uh, one of my editors out, kick his ass, and, and then he dies in some fucked up way because that's how all Jujutsu sorcerers die. Um, and that would have been fine. I think like if we saw like, oh, he dies in some bullshit way or it's like some betrayal, some lie, some um, outmaneuvering from Sukuna, that would have made sense that would have been fair and i think a lot more people would have been able to like work with that gojo is like he's good with the technique but he's always needed power moreover than be he's always had power so he, he doesn't need to be a conniving little shithead like sukuna so he doesn't need he's like uh, like sukuna is like blackbeard he doesn't he's gonna win no matter what and he can do he's gonna do every way that he can um gojo never needed to do that so mm. uh uh, I think it would have been a lot more interesting to explore that as a concept. Say, hey, he's not a good jujitsu sorcerer because he doesn't need to lie, because he doesn't need to um, be misleading and play that game like other people do, because he's never had to. And that would have been a lot more interesting for the parallels between the two and for the manga's like themes that mm-hmm. um, have just kind of fallen by the wayside. But we we didn't get that. <laughs> This is a fun time to yeah. bitch about stuff. Who has like the worst out of all the series that we'll stick with the ones that we all primarily know? Because Jake has read like 97 series that I'll probably yeah, 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 yeah true. He's gonna tell me about some <laughs> shit from fucking like Sekupo 37th the third, and he's like, yo, man, when this guy died, <laughs> I never read that one, Justin. Tell me what that <laughs> one's about. Uh it's a it's a cooking show. Um, oh, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> out of the series, have you read Toriko? The, the <laughs> Toriko, I only know of him. Don't, it's wild. With it's Luffy. entertaining, but don't. Yeah, there is a crossover with One Piece. I actually forgot about that. Yeah, that shit's hilarious. Um, that's the one that started. Oh, that was the crossover was funny. It just started the worst internet debate ever because that literally go that started the whole internet thing of like, well, Goku clears. It's like motherfucker, they playing with different power levels. They're not supposed to fucking clear. But anyway. Internet's in, idiots on the internet side, uh, us in us idiots on the internet. Who probably has the worst character death? And I bring this up because I'm obviously I'm not <laughs> nearly as invested in Bleach as you guys have been throughout your lives. But even oh, for the rude. seven episodes that yeah, I saw, specifically in Bleach. 
no, not just specifically Bleach, but just like in amongst all the series, like who has the worst character deaths? Because I would have been, if I was invested in Bleach, I think the way the old man dies is bull. And if I was invested it, it in is. this yeah. for X amount of years, I would feel, ve- I was upset and I only had seven episodes. <laughs> so I was it's, like, that's a very infuriating death. Yeah. He just plays the Uno reverse card and we're like, okay. Um, cool. And you don't even get a fight. You do not yeah. you literally just get while well, it, it's him showing stuff and then he dies. Yeah. And, and I'm like, that's kind of, st-. and I'm assuming whom has yeah. been, also, just for context, he's been built up. We've been blue balled on this old man for years at that point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was going to ask, like, where was he? I'm, I kind of know what happens in Soul Society. He's always written out of the plot. What the fuck happened yeah. to him during Soul Society? Like, Gojo. Did Ichigo can it beat him back it's, then? It's, it's just, he it's doesn't just the same show as up. Gojo, where he's like, oh, there's always a reason for him to not be involved. And most of the time, it's, uh, whereas Gojo, like, they, they, enact specific countermeasures with uh yama it's um we're just he's just letting his um underlings do the work because if he tries to do something he's gonna fuck up the place so really kill soul society really there's no reason for him to get involved the majority of the time in the soul society arc ishigo is not like an extreme antagonist he's a nuisance more than anything yeah he sneaks into heaven um uh because they're they're um the, he's trying to stop rukia's execution rukia is being executed on a false pretense but really she's about to die as like a, a statement more than anything and it's not um and he's trying to like rescue her he's not trying to like fight his way out and kill everyone so they're uh, like yama yamamoto getting involved would just be terrible for everyone and he doesn't he he doesn't want to one wants that so all captains blow him are the ones doing things yeah fire so is it's like an actually good reason that power. makes sense you after you, after soul society it's just bullshit why he doesn't do anything from then on out. <laughs> yeah i mean he does try to stop aizen but too bad aizen had the uno reverso card as he always seems to <laughs> um no he's it wasn't yamamoto supposed to like execute Ruki i because like his his fire is like in like he's basically gonna use a tool to execute her. Yeah, he has like his powers sealed that like way. channeled his power. Yeah, so it didn't blow up Soul Society. Jesus. But like yeah. again, this um, is what what's my phrase, guys? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's uh, I just <laughs> yeah. So it's like your guy's worst. What's like um, and I don't know if he is, but like what's your guy's worst deaths in like series that we're all genuinely familiar with and like a series you enjoy the worst death oh, yamamoto yeah might be the worst death in all of it Damn. um you, yamamoto might be the I, worst because it gave Yamamo- us gojo yamamoto might be the worst and because i did forget that he gets taken out by a like he gets uh, a body doubled <laughs> Yeah. well he I doesn't did. get taken out by the body double he no gets taken he, out by it but yo-ha-ha. he gets he always seems to get <laughs> uno reverso he gets uno reversoed every single time and it's always bad yeah <laughs> and it's like wow he's so strong and, like imagine having gojo but like everyone everyone goes oh i happen to have the one thing that you can't handle right here 
and you're like, but it he's the twice. He's the strongest, and you're like, yeah. But like every villain, um, every fucking villain. I, we need to be in the same room as Justin when and. And maybe just do like a few pictures, a small display of exactly how Aizen counters um, Yamamoto, because Justin would lose his shit at that. Um, I lost my with shit the, the special RN car. Just... Oh, yeah. The special. Yeah. I created this. Let, let, uh, I created this special hollow. What's the best way to say that? <laughs> I created this special RN car. Justin, you remember what that is, right? Yeah. It's the mass niggas perfect uh i created a special one of them who's 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 really he has kind of a smooth brain but a really strong line when it comes to yamamoto using his power so basically he's real weak he doesn't really do anything until until exclusively a fire extinguisher he, he pulls out his sword and there's fire and then the fire gets extinguished immediately because as long as that trap card is on the field, you can't actually use oh, Yamamoto's ability. Okay, cool. He gets it. Cool. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was like, if I explain it like a Yu-Gi-Oh thing, it'll make just as much sense. I was like, does he? When I watched what it real say? time. So are we saying yeah. Yamamoto, is that, your, is that your entry, Jake? Is Yamamoto your entry for worse death? Might be worse um, death, but I, I want to I think of another one. Like that and Gojo are up there for me because this directly inspired gojo but at least i had emotional attachment and there was and i think the worst part is like i can see actual ways that gojo's could have been done better with bleach like in my head i could see actual ways it would have could have been done better but i know kuba would never have done those <laughs> whereas i think gege if he had it if someone had like said no maybe do this differently um he might have listened maybe i don't know kuba kuba was thoroughly not um open to editorial help <laughs> for better or worse Bro, i just watched uh, uh i just finished tokyo revengers's most recent season and uh they definitely like in order to make the uh the the boss of the gang so i i described tokyo revengers as one piece told from usopp's perspective like if usopp was the main character it's kind of that energy like the main character is worthless what <laughs> yeah it's not uh, like i don't know if you've read it jake uh but I don't. Is there a manga for? I honestly haven't. Yeah, I think it's a monthly, but it's done too. Anyway, so they're trying to like corrupt mm. the Luffy, like the leader character, who's like a mm. really good guy. And the way that they're supposed to break his soul, they go, "We're gonna kill his sister," and they go, "Okay, how we're we gonna do that?" And this one fool takes a bat from the back of a motorcycle and he just clocks her across the head Amen. while on a motorcycle. And I was like, that might be the most jarring thing I've seen in anything. <laughs> I mean, like you want to talk about like, you want to yeah. talk about how I, bad the star and stripes fight was Jake. Uh, literally. Hey, we're this character exists to die to make this guy uh, sad. What's so the, that? That's, that's what's that's, that? 
trope there's like a specific comic book trope where it's like oh um this like female character this woman only exists to die to give someone else like a plot development um to give the hero there's a there's a whole trope for it there's a whole trope for it i know there's yeah uh, it's not the movie one you're thinking of. Yeah, it was okay. specifically started because there was like a Green Lantern comic where like he finds his like girlfriend stuck in it, like crushed in a refrigerator, and then goes ape shit from there. Amen. Um. So Matt, is that a, so? Who are you throwing at Matt? Jake's got right now. <laughs> Bro, no. You know what it's called, Jake? It's called what? women in refrigerators syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I was called. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was what that. Oh yeah, pops are characters from the woman in refrigerators article. Yeah, I didn't know that was what it was it called. <laughs> yeah, Damn. it's as bad as it sounds because it's actually like that's how, um, just off the rails it was getting with American comics. They're just like, yeah, we're what's what's the best way to develop the story? I know we'll put the character's girlfriend who we're gonna never mention again in a refrigerator. And he's gonna get really mad and um, go day. crazy, and that's yeah. no. He go, he like loses it too, if I remember correctly. I'm not. I'm not well, I would hope so. Fuck. No, but he like he like goes on. He like becomes like a ba- more or less a bad guy or antihero at some point. Oh, he becomes um, a yellow lantern. Yeah. So it's it, yeah. That's sorry, Jake. I, I didn't mean that's, to derail that's just you. Like, <laughs> yeah so who's your vote Um, and there's there's a ton of examples of that in manga too this is not like exclusively an american Uh, thing i think manga kind of like i've read some manga where it's really fucking bad too um i don't know yamamoto's is pretty bad but i'm gonna try to branch out besides mikey's sister which fuck that um Neji's is pretty rough but i don't think Neji's is bad as yamamoto um no one really That's, dies in full metal um, i i think it's like the manga I, the ones that are bad enough to do that i usually stop before it gets to that point yeah <laughs> i don't mind art I... unless it's bleach <laughs> Yeah, bleach bleach is just there's a re- I justin i i appreciate that everyone was done with bleach around the same time we both were jake 10 years ago i'm like great we we yeah. they get it they get it it's like 2016 or something <laughs> they fucking get yeah. it <laughs> i'll say uh, seeing chris's real-time reaction to one can pachi say I just got stronger and beat myself. And two, um, uh, Ishigo's mom reveal. Like, yeah. I don't, I can't replicate that feeling. And I wish I could. Um, I'm gonna be chasing that high for a really long time. My favorite part is that just the absolute people, des- desolation in his eyes. Multiple people went, "Oh, well, I thought you said." Uh, Ichigo's mom was a soul reaper and I was like he is and and the immediate thought wasn't oh the mom's a Quincy the immediate thought was oh my god did he retcon that and I'm like (laughs) I'm like I you get it 
you understand. I everyone's on the same wavelength with this show. Got it. <laughs> I'll say if we got and like I said, Yamamoto, this this topic came up because you mean to say if she goes dad was his holy brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, I'll oh. say the worst. Yeah, no, I, yeah absolutely. <laughs> out of like series you're familiar with, and it's only because not only does it realistically not make sense, it's just so bad at the end is uh Madara probably has like the worst death in all of Naruto. And that sucks because Madara has probably the worst Madara is the worst death. Yeah. Really bad. It's really bad. But the manga doesn't last that much longer. That's why it's After. bad. It's that's it's, why it's everything bad, ready to go. And this is the problem too, is this is the burden of like Kishimoto was killed off characters very well up until everyone got resurrected. The third Hokage had a fire death. Jiraiya had a fire death. Like he was good That's at killing fire. off. <laughs> no, it was like, it was like the third Hokage said, yo, I'm a damn my soul to hell. I'm a damn the second soul to hell. He probably deserved it. I'm a damn the first soul to hell. And I'm a take <laughs> And it's like, yeah. That's a pretty badass way to go out if it's like, yo, I got to protect my village. This is all I got. I'm old as fuck. Hey, you know who had the worst death in all of anime? Hashirama, because we never even saw it. Yeah, we just he were old. He just hey, he died. Just old. Did it? He didn't die. Did it happen when? Dog, I don't know. Did it happen when he was old? I don't tell, but, but I'm, he, he I'm doesn't know. Did it? He doesn't I'm know. I'm not mad at unknown deaths. It's the fact we saw how Madara died the second unknown? time. Unknown, he died. But no, what I'm saying I don't care know? about if we don't know your exact cause. If I see how you cause. died and it sucks, that is far mm. worse. And like I said, Kishimoto had good deaths. It wasn't like it was. Oh, he butchers everyone's deaths. No, he had two pivotal characters that both died in meaningful ways and in ways that made sense. And he was, and you could even go third way. You could say Tachi, because your boy wrote the third was according to him. I hated Tachi's death so fucking much. Oh fuck you! I, I <laughs> we can fight about that. It's later. one of the worst retcons. I no, because Tachi's so whole much. character arc and him. I'm here's why it's okay. It die. <laughs> yeah, the reason why Tachi's death is okay is because Kishimoto states in like one of his essentially post interviews of Naruto is like at the time of. Like, old man Hiruzen doesn't quite count. He's like, but Hiruzen, up until he was fully out of his prime, which he says because he lived so long, it was just longer than everybody else's, he was the strongest active Kage. He's like, take away his last few years of life when he was just too old, but it's like, during his run, he was the strongest Kage. Um, So you had to take him out the story, right? And then he sets the new balance, which is Jiraiya and Itachi were above everybody. So what do you do? You knock them off. And you knock them off in ways that make sense. Jiraiya went one on six and still technically completed his mission. And he's yeah. the GOAT, so we, we approve of him. Itachi, who has who is essentially Kishimoto's fastball of like, yo, you want to see my greatest storytelling trick? Here you go. And he threw 100 miles an hour, and Itachi's great, and we all love him. And he's like, now I need him to die because if this nigga was healthy, he's just too strong, and I need him out of the story. Now, it sucks long-term because you realize – they're only the strongest people until we start getting into deities being reincarnated. Reincarnation is also a horrible trope, by the I'm way. Sorry, swapping oh, yeah. eyes like their Nintendo cartridges. Yeah, and so it's like, 
eventually, yes, if you look at it historically, on it so it works. <laughs> it's historically not the best. There's like a weird ocular cold going around. He's got what Itachi had last week. He totally ripped out his eyeballs. Oh, that's but, where Itachi went. Oh. <laughs> but like before, like I said, historically it looks bad. But in real time, Kishimoto had really good character deaths. We were talking about this on um uh, the other day with Dragon Ball. It's like the reason why the San arc works at the start of Z is because you killed off all the major Dragon Ball characters who hadn't quite died yet and were still relevant. Historically, it looks awful because we all know Yamcha was worthless, Tien was worthless, uh, Piccolo unfortunately became worthless as a fighter, and Go Krillin's worthless, and Gohan was too young. But in real time. When that first aired or was written in late in the early 90s, it was like, oh, shit, we just killed off 90% of the cast. And so that same thing with Naruto is like, in real time, Itachi's death worked, Jiraiya's death worked, um, uh, the third's death worked. In real time, Madara's death never worked. It was one of the worst things that I thought I had read. And the way he died so... Really? I thought I that... I thought... I think reading that in real time, that was like one of the few where I didn't. I was like, "Oh, I vomited." This, this makes sense. I, I had. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, like, I yeah. Vomited. He gets stabbed, and I'm told that Black Zetsu, who has been Nothing. the slave the boy story. the entire story, now he's the secret mastermind, and he can oh, kill Madara. I thought you said Jiraiya. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I love Jiraiya's death. I, I, no, I hated it yeah. because I loved the character, but his death made sense. And he had to get out of the story because yeah. he was no, too no, strong for a normal person. That's Madara's death in real time was awful right off the bat. Yeah, And I and I know I've said it a thousand times and I'll say, all Kaguya had to do was be a thing. Yo, you know how Shinobi started? This bitch, she yeah. met a tree, they fucked, and now we got ninjas and niggas can spit fire and water. Cool. I never also, needed you could to just see her. Be like, yeah, you could just be like... He's as strong as Kaguya was said to Absolutely. be a legend, and that's yeah. it. And then, and then that also doesn't make the Utsuki feel so fucking weird because you go, Kaguya was an Utsuki. The or, you know what I mean? It's like it, but you know, I say I think I mentioned this last week. Um, the idea of like women being inserted, and I don't, I don't. This is probably going to come off kind of weird. I don't. But like, let me let me see if I can find the wording so it doesn't. But like an editor going, hey, there isn't enough female representation. You need to insert cool females. Totally valid critique, but it's being said at like the end of series. My heroes does like, let me rip some limbs off. I got you. Exactly. And I feel like somebody it's, went it's to awful. Kishimoto yeah. and went, Naruto never fought a female as like a villain and they and he was like oh bet Huck and then and then inserted kaguya at the very end and it's like that's she doesn't make sense it's it's hey it's cool powerful female cool doesn't make sense story-wise and it kind of just seems takes, talk it, it kind of it just <laughs> doesn't even have, <laughs> she doesn't even she, talk she gets she just cries and then dies or no, she sorry. Gets, she, no, no, she, no. She, she has sealed. a second expression. She cries. She, she has a shock him. face because we bring back harem jutsu with three chapters to go. Because why yeah. not? Hey. <laughs> and it's like, 
I'm like, reverse. I'm gonna stand by Kishimoto on that. That was funny as shit. It was. Oh, it was funny as shit. But it was like, dog, like when you write stuff. The more powerful he said that. Hey, dude, this is the through line. Naruto said, "The more powerful the the opponent, the better the jutsu works." Because no one confident would ever expect something like that. That's all, all, ninja, all ninjas are in four D chess. Every ninja is See, in they, ne- they never get to pro- uh get to have like real puberty because they're like child soldiers. Yeah. So you know it makes sense. It. And especially with Kaguya, because she was a, a princess. So sure. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you see, you see one dick. Maybe you want to see more. Who knows? That was just to me. That was the worst. Like, like Dragon Balls. Dragon Ball doesn't really necessarily have bad deaths. They just use reincarnation all the time, which is why they suck. So deaths are just meaningless. But like, at least it's part of the game system. I guess (laughs) it's part of the magic system. Everything post the Sand Invasion arc. So post everything post ninety two got new rules everyone after they get their tails removed is garbage i stand by that you know who else i think had a root yep no because those just. i prefer wear monkeys that's hectic that's even kongs he he got tired of drawing just the big ass ape trash absolutely like it's just a lot it's like he's like i'm sick of drawing panels of the moon yeah like It's just a circle, Toriyama. Please, uh, Ku- I was told Kubo didn't like background, so he just had niggas flying around the whole time. And I'm like, you're not, you're not wrong. I, I completely stand by that assessment. That's why Shinigami fly is so Kubo <laughs> didn't have to draw backgrounds. He didn't have to and, draw streets. And I will 100 percent fight for that. Not nah, to and be fair, I, I don't mean it as that... a slight. I love his art style. Oh, he's a fire. He's what a fire. Not, fool. Let it out. He absolutely was like, "What's a good way to get out of like drawing stuff?" And you know, if you're a man- mangaka, you know, chained to your chair, um, back before jump allowed people to have breaks. You know, whatever, <laughs> whatever gets you through the week, man. If you need to write a single <laughs> phrase for an entire fucking page to get your chapter in for the week, you know what? Go for uh, it. That's you that's your title it. card, and I I'm here for you. I support you. Um, I'm never gonna bash someone that figures out how to cheat the job. No, it's every <laughs> but I mean, whatever I the everyone job. Everyone has their like one thing Unless they it's don't like, a like drawing fireman or something. <laughs> Oda's weird because Oda's not like, and I'm saying this as somebody who can't draw for shit. Oda not being like the greatest artist in the world is is always kind of funny to me because. When what he does like these super detailed backgrounds, I love. like you know, your boy is sitting there like, like Kubo's art style looks like it's natural. Like he just looks like he could naturally draw some of the coolest shit you've ever seen in your life. You Oda's should. backgrounds, I'm like, yo, this nigga spent like 13 hours in a row trying to draw like this. Yeah. Like some of the Wano backspreads, like the backing of uh, when they're on, uh, not so much Onigashima's a little more basic, but like when they're in the actual town, like in Ebisu Town. And shit, like the amount of detail, like I said, it's not necessarily the most skilled drawing in the world. Once again, I'm saying this is someone who can't draw, so be take the context with my words. Like, but the the effort to draw as much as he does, like 
that's 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 my ultimate like i i know i'm I'm just jerking him off right now but it's like to put in the amount of time that he does for this shit it's like i don't think you will get someone like that for so long because it's not just a matter of being the quote-unquote smartest best this or that your boy is just ready to dedicate 40 years of his life to this story and it's like yeah amen man like I don't want anybody else to do it because I just think I just there's there's obvious issues that can come along with that. But man, I I appreciate that I lived at the same time as Etchiroda. Um, have you ever read Zombie Powder, Matt? Oh, what? <laughs> Zombie Powder is Kubo's precursor to Bleach. Um, and it uh it lasts for like 30 chapters or something. It gets it gets canceled. Um Did you go also mo- Quincy in that one? No, oh. um, he is took in. away one of his powers. Uh, Save the witch. Uh, I the assume witch. you guys. I assume you guys have heard of uh, Trigun at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's basically a near one-to-one Trigun ripoff. Um, you have this like very flashy character doesn't have a gun. Instead, he has a giant sword, um, and. Um, he has this like lawn mullet type so like when Ishigo's hair like grows out that's what the main character looks like Um, (laughs) and he has metal like stapled to his arm um, so he can catch bullets with one of his hands Um, and the whole point of the 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 premise is that there's like um, seven like 13 or seven or something different rings that create zombie powder which can resurrect the dead so everyone's like hunting for these rings um it, it gets canned pretty early but i liked it and the the it's really funny because there's like multiple um uh, like the the environment is basically just a giant wasteland because the backgrounds don't matter for kubo uh, <laughs> most of the time they're just fighting in desert and um uh but there's like a scene very early on which is so fucking funny where there's like this gang of people in this like single bedroom home and and they're all in this one room and the room looks fucking massive and like 10 pages before um in the very first chapter um everyone would like this was a tiny home for two people for two siblings that's just a very small family and now a whole gang fits in here and there's like a whole like fight scene and like like uh, like if you just go back like there's no details this is just being treated as an empty fucking room and yeah. it may and kubo does not give a shit about his settings when and his places for fighting and it and it's always been that case <laughs> it's it's just very much his art style um and i think bleach was his way to get around that which i appreciate now the um I was gonna say when you said it was like a, a wonderful for Trigon, I don't mind, and I think I've heard I hear other people on the internet bitch about this. I don't mind if because it's a different culture, and so there is a lot of like a lot of manga there's just outright inspiration taken from, right? Like Naruto literally has Son Goku in the four tales, and it's like no one sat there and was like, Oh, that's a ripoff. It's like, no, your boy I mean, just Blitz like, rips yeah. off of Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> yeah, like right. fucking <laughs> Well, this, uh, speaking of Tagashi, it's like, Doc, Tagashi has two series. Guess what he, and when he had his first set of like really bad health issues and he had to end Yu Hakusho and it's like, okay, I'm going to try this again. I'll make another character. But what's this main character look like? But well, what if I just made a Chibi Yusuke? 
And he's like, okay, yeah, fuck it. And he literally just makes a Chibi Yusuke and throws him into a series. And it's like, I don't think God's a Chibi Yusuke. He's a Chibi Yusuke. He's the boy, a, a Chibi. said, I want my, I want my main character. And he I've read like a lot of Hunter Hunter. As possible as far as a main character goes. The, um, he's the literally Ghana just blocks, uh, gone. Oh, okay. I was like, Yusuke's <laughs> kind. Yusuke's a teenager. Just, I don't know if he's that. Yeah, deep, he's, he's just a teenager. Um, the. But like I don't, but I don't mind that though, and that's the reason I don't mind is because when you have to factor in, it's not just writing a standard story. The drawings are such a huge part of it. It's like, why don't you know? If you want to show your love yeah. or embrace shit, it's like, I know there's a bunch of cover panels. Like Oda's done a bunch of cover panels throughout the years, and he's like shouted out Bleach, he shouted out Naruto, he shouted out other series, and I think there's some that are even like, well, well hell, there's a little. Uh, we got we got introduced to Rizo and Wano, and Rizo was like, "Yo, you guys want to see me do a trick? I can make shadow clones." <laughs> and I'm like, I I sit there and go, "Oh my gosh, he's ripping off Kishimoto's!" Like, no, your boy was like, "Yo, I like Kishimoto. I'm gonna make this motherfucker do shadow clones. Why not? That's my friend." Yeah. And I'm like, all part and the culture is just, the culture is just different over there. So when and I say that because you say like, "Oh, it's like a one for one to try," and it's like I don't mind that kind of shit just because of. A different culture and the style and the way they have to do it. Um, we'll get some one piece here. Is so Matt and I already kind of discussed this a little bit. Um, is this, in your opinion, Jake, the darkest one piece has ever gotten? Especially after last Pretty chapter, dark, yeah. we got the confirmation of Saturn is the guy. Um, I uh, just in term, I mean, like. M- murder and death is like one thing right um the content here uh is obviously darker and i think like there in a lot of cases there's an argument to be said for that kind of action it's arguably perceived worse than murder because i mean there's a victim behind um and and that's what we saw and that's what was somewhat portrayed loosely portrayed um we don't really uh no, i think that was dice. i think that was um but yeah well, it's, that it's, was pretty it's much pretty dark. dark it's pretty dark um and, and depending on it, n- wife number eight means because i'm i'm curious if saturn means like his wife or um she was like wife number eight for a noble i assumed it was wife number eight for a noble and he just didn't give a shit i think um, he, i think it was Eight wife number eight. His, his wife. Eighth wife. Yeah, I, I do too. Oh, I'm waiting for like, the official. Obviously, I don't. But I, I don't think so because then Bonnie's his. Kid? Not Bonnie's his kid, and that That's... seems like too. And I see. I he would have said something to that by now. I think so. I don't think it's his. No, so I think it, I think the I think Bonnie was a. Um, uh, I think um, she's a a noble uh noble's kid um and i think like that it it's still dark and upsetting but i don't think it's saturn's uh i don't think saturn was the one that did the awful that specifically awful thing so i so i do think saturn did the awful thing and now i was we, we've talked about this a couple times where i'm like i never thought we were going i was shocked oda even implied the awful thing and i never thought we'd yeah. get a face to it because yeah i mean you gotta think like the way and, and this is like an actual thing. It shouldn't be this serious, but this is just how it works. 
the thing he did with the Celestial Dragons that worked so well is that even though none of them, before we started to get the Holy Knights, none of them were strong. None of them were these like end game type villains or even villains in general, but they were the worst type of people that the reason that Luffy punching one is so is such a big moment is because as people reading it, we're like, wow, this guy is such a shit bag. I can't wait for him to get his for what Saturn did or what if if I'm wrong, whoever did that, there's like no real end game to how you could get like that cathartic feeling out of punishing that person. And so yeah. even as a writer, I think you have to kind of take that into consideration of like, okay, if I make this villain, he does this. Okay. For example, we just, we just watched Bleach. So it's like, if I make the villain, he takes Rukia and he's like, yo, I'm gonna kill her. And like Ichigo is as angry as <clears throat> he would be for someone kidnapping his friend. You can get some, <clears throat> excuse me. You can get an end game out of that. Like you can get a reward out of like a beating the guy that took my friend whether you kill him, just beat him up, et cetera, right? You can't really, outside of just brutally beating the shit out of this person, get that kind of feeling if Saturn's the guy, which makes me think that even, like, the way that chapter ends with Kuma for the... I think it's kind of symbolic, but it's a, a short thing. I think Kuma actually using a closed fist, which I think he's never done because of his power, like, this being his first closed fist attack on someone is, like, you want to feel that rage, but it's like, is knocking the shit out of Saturn in one really good punch, are you going to get that feeling yeah. because of what he potentially did? And I think there's a chance. I don't know. I have kind of hope in my head that, um, I don't know if you guys remember it. This is a, so in, in Kenshin, there's a, the, the monk guy who punches downward with his knuckles first and then his fist. And it's supposed to like obliterate something because he takes the inertia out of the his knuckles take the inertia and then his fists... I love manga. Yeah, no, it's bull, but it's, it's uh, a... uh jujitsu, karate, yeah. like pseudoscience like... technique bullshit. It's great. It's what yeah. I was just telling someone else this. I'm like, it's my favorite fucking thing is like just bullshit fighting science and manga. It's great. I love oh, yeah. it. But he's like this, and then he like uses his full fist. I would like to see something with Kumo where, like, if he could set off an Ur Ursus shock inside his hand and that then travels through insane. his fist. Insane. Like, I, I think that'd be a sick fucking attack, especially for someone who never punches anyone close fisted. Um, and Kuma's also just at this point, I'm willing to put in my um, Kuma's a top tier if he was left alone. And I think that is that has been satisfied of why they are also so scared of Buccaneers. It's like, we've only got one on the planet and he's arguably as hard to kill as Kaido and Big Mom were. Yeah. Like, he's just a he's just a fucking tank who can just... Which, by the way, the internet is retconning the fuck out of Big Mom and they're, like, putting a whole bunch of people above her now. And I'm like, did y'all no. not realize, like, the army that it took to take this bitch down? Do you realize yeah. how long she was alive in this world? Like, yeah. the original Emperors and the Rocks Pirates have not lost their place in history by any fucking means like they're all still if they were alive fully healthy today they are all fighting for the number one spot in the world which currently i think most people think shanks is probably the number one spot in the world but it's like any of them came back like big mom is arguably just as viable as shanks kaido is just as viable as shanks so um, we're not gonna retcon big mom here you know she is an idiot 
Um, but no, it's, I'm excited for it. Uh, do we think, how many chapters do we think Kuma is alive for? I think two tops. Uh, two that he's directly in if there's no cutaways. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I think, we'll see, I think we'll see it play out maybe for the rest of the arc. Personally. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm sure like the self-destruct sequence is going to be a thing. But robot kuma fighting spider Demon he I, he might he might be there to stall for luffy to get back so i just don't know how long that's gonna take i would say I, I, that would be a really cool parallel of like he initially sent um he, uh he initially sent the crew back because he they needed time and now it's like he's entrusting them with something and that's why he's telling in in this case it's bonnie's safety no i think i think luffy's gonna bounce back in about a chapter because i've got a thousand plus chapters (laughs) of basically going yo if luffy gets food that's That's pretty much yeah just he get he gets to recharge and i think that it'll be cool because you're gonna get like the the sentimental rush of I think you're going to get a Luffy Kuma interaction of Luffy acknowledging, because I think still to this point, the only thing he really knows Kuma for is fucking up his crew two years ago. Yeah. Um, he probably knows because Frankie probably said he found Kuma protecting the ship, but um, it's like that's his real only memory of seeing Kuma is, yo, you literally sent all my friends away. It was at that point the worst moment of my life until about a week later, my brother got barbecued and that became the worst moment of my life. But to him and Luffy have a moment, Kuma and Bonnie to have a moment. Um, and I'm more and more, I'm just inclined to think like the Egghead event is going to be like, we, we're going to lose us. We're going to lose an Elder Star, which is 20% of That's the governing really, power of the world. Yeah. Lose him in some way too. So like. And he's rude defective. Yeah. So I think you're going to lose an Elder Star and an Admiral. And that is going to send the Nate. I think it's also cool because I don't even know if a Kainu was for the long time, like the hard to redeem character of like, Oh, how do you make a redemption arc? I think we're going to start to see a Kainu, like take the Navy back from the Gorosei, especially if Saturn gets knocked off. Cause a Kainu does not like them. He does not fuck with the way they do things. He's a shit bag in his own way, but he's a jet. Well, if, if they're all, Oh, Jake, he just doesn't like being told what to do. That's it. We That's like really... to be told what to do, but there's also um I want to run this by you because I told this to Matt. Um, do you know what the gemstone of the planet Saturn is? Sapphire. It is a sapphire. Jake Jake didn't give two shits about this theory. <laughs> so this, so I saw it. I saw a similar theory, and I wouldn't like because because there's like other illnesses. That have been correct. Like, Venus would have been law. inspired by uh, um, in One Piece, and I mean, I'm sure it's like a solid theory. Um, it's one of those cases where I just don't care, <laughs> and oh, I mean that I... in the best way possible. It's just like I'm sure it's like I'm sure it's going to be something that ties back to other stuff, and I fully expect it. So it's not it's not something I'm trying to get ahead on and like predicting. I'm just like, oh, it is going to get me there. 
<laughs> so, we'll definitely get you there. We talked I like the here. idea they're all attached to a travesty because we've already yeah. seen the, the mustache guy gave the final order to end Ohara and Venus, the bald guy, um, his gemstone, the gemstone with planet. And um, if you go down the astrology floor, he would be responsible for the white lead disease for law. So it's essentially yeah. the idea that all five girls, same members are already responsible for a horrific they incident. Yeah. which would help build up their case as these final evil bad guys and celestial the way celestial dragons have always been which is they're the worst of the worst kind of people and they are like they have to outshine the already shitty things we've seen celestial dragons do and that's a pretty good saturn's off to a pretty good start for outshining how to be a shitty human being i will i will say that he is he has got shitty human being on lock i like i like the theory that all the Gorosei are tied to the tragedies. Uh, the tragedies in the world. Yeah, because it, it, it that, goes, that's what I fully expect. Like, yeah. just because, um, maybe, maybe, because, maybe not indirect, like directly linking the white lead stuff, but mm -hmm. the bald Gorosei member is in charge of finance, mm -hmm. and basically that kingdom. If that if we if everything is getting sent to the celestial dragons and marriage as like a tithe or whatever, yeah. then like this kingdom eating itself and eating its resources and eating its people to make this tithe is directly responsible to the financial aspect of it. Mm -hmm. yeah. So he's tied. There's that thing. Um and Warkeries in charge of war so if the void century is war right and history is written by the winners then you would want to wipe them out so like i i like i like that theory a lot that they are they're all tied to these tragedies maybe not through a gemstone per se but because i think the sapphire one's just poetic for the situation at hand but mm -hmm. i did really appreciate that insight makes me wonder what the environment one is and what the uh uh who's the fifth one agriculture is it agriculture yeah i, I guess we so. got an agriculture goro say i think the uh i think the dude who everyone See. thought was saji's dad is agriculture okay i forgot about that theory that was not there's there. the amount of the amount of theories of like I watched a video the other day and it was like, hey, there's never been a good Zoro theory. There was, and I was <laughs> unaware of this. There was a theory Zoro was supposed to die in chapter 944 because one cover panel had him sitting on a tombstone and the number 944 was on it. And it was like for apparently, and there's a I'll send, I'll try to find the link. There's a link to a 43-page document Jesus about why Zoro is going to die in chapter 944. <laughs> And I'm like, that's when you've hit. Uh, I love theories. They're fun to talk about and shoot the shit. But even a lot of times, like when we bring up theories, it's like, oh, yeah, that'd be uh, fun. And then if you, you start writing a novella. I don't know. Maybe you just like make your own universe. At that point. I think like, that's bro, literally just, like you got just, 43 pages to put up a fucking girl's dying because of a cover page. It's like, you got to yeah. write a book. I'm like, I'm like, exactly. You're so creative. You've already established your creative. Just lean into it yeah it's like but theories are fun 
but that's a, a little 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 extensive um so marcus I, mars is environment top uh he's the one with the long hair and the mustache the bald guy is finance justice uh no the oh, bald wait, guy is justice which, the sword worker is no, justice no. yeah uh, the the bald one workery uh topman workery is hell of a name uh he's justice um uh sword dude sorry the bald guy with the mustache there's two bald guys the bald guy with the mustache is justice the bald guy without facial hair and the glasses on the sword is uh um, finance finance and then the other guy um that just looks like a regular white guy is uh uh, agriculture <laughs> yeah that is agriculture okay yeah not to remember this it was it was he's cooking i i <laughs> they 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 have done a hell of a job he's done a hell of a job with like and like i said it's not even necessarily like quote unquote like the most brilliant writing in the world it's just he's just Oda's just good at making shit just make sense you just yeah. make sense at the yeah. floor level and then you can kind of figure out and play with the rest of the stuff as you're going through because you can let the characters genuinely interact with it and he just doesn't screw up like he just to not screw up your story is a skill like as as all these other series we've talked as about we've we to talked just about. not <laughs> screw up your story is a fucking skill like like bro like you don't got to be the deepest man in the world like not everybody has to be um i don't want to do spoilers in case you everyone's to watch tech on titan yeah. Attack on Titan, like between season three and four, is He's like playing. I think the scariest time for the story because it's like he already gave us his fastball, which is the basement, and and the, the basement and the attack Titan are essentially, in my opinion, his fastballs of like this is the one thing I really want to get off. It's gonna be super cool, and I know how to set it up. Um, and then I'm like. Did he get a little too experimental? Like, did Aaron go, like, was Aaron's behavior too radical? Um, you know, and I was like, is he gonna? I, I got nervous personally of like, hey, this is what it feels like authors try to screw up their story because they're riding this emotional high of their first fastball connecting. And then for anybody that watches baseball, it's like, you might get your first fastball by somebody and the next one they may knock in the fucking bleachers. And so, just don't screw up your story, guys. And, I know, and that's, I'm not saying that to be sarcastic and as someone who's never written a story, it's like, that's genuinely a skill. And Oda's just really good at not fucking up his story. Yeah. I also think it's cool, though, to take a risk, though. <clears throat> like, it's still it. Just don't risk. risk on top of risk on top of risk. You're like, fine have... with risk. No, because, I, I, like, risk. if you want your story to stand out, you do. You, like, I make fun of Black Clover. We make, me and Justin make fun of Black Clover because of, like, it's... And you Jake, can't... I, Jake, I gave it thirty episodes, homie. It's it's not great. I will never say it's great. <laughs> it's, but it's, it's a shonen, and it knows it's a shonen. Yeah, and I don't I don't watch the anime too, so I can speed read this shit, and I I one hundred percent do that um, because I have no care about the dialogue, um, but it has um, two of the best twists I've read in recent manga history and um delivers them or what's the other one but uh and delivers them well and bleach didn't do, ever do that oh bleach, bleach did one bleach, bleach did one and that was aizen um yeah it's true aizen being alive and the villain yeah um but 
Clover's like, um, uh, uh, imagine if you will that there was a way to do the Kaguya setup, and it was good, and it made the story work. And Black Clover did that, mm-hmm. and um, and it made the whole story work. Um, and it, yeah. and it and it gave and it and it prepped it. It gave the soft pitches and let the reader know what was coming that something was up. Um, so it, it didn't just um, pull it out of the ass. <laughs> it, it worked. If I commit homicide. Yeah. I want Jake to be my lawyer because his opening sentence is: "Look, he's not a good person." But if you look at the way he snuck in the house, it was pretty fucking creative. He got the dog to stop marching. And like the opening statement was like, it's not that good. But if you look at And I'm not a lawyer. That's Why it. am I here? <laughs> Why are any of us here? Uh, court adjourned. I there I, I just leave. <laughs> we're just we're just, just filling by I don't need to be in this trial. Um no, you 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 do have to take risks. I think the problem with like when I like if you just go like risk on top of risk on top of risk, it's the difference in to me the risk. Uh, your risk your risks are situational, right? Attack on Titan kills off a lot of people, right? Titans just going through, especially season one and two. Titans are going through; they eating people. A lot of fucking characters die. So your risk isn't killing off characters. It becomes, can I make this core group of characters? which essentially is the first wave of cadets we get to see. Yeah. Can I make them important enough to the story where now you're worried about them? And Attack on Titan does a very good job of that. He keeps his core cast very up until the very end of like, you are genuinely nervous if they will die. Now, without spoilers, Jake, people die in Attack on Titan. I'm sorry Whoa. to tell you that. I know. I, get I, read, I read enough of it to know that. Um, I think that's why I stopped airing about it, honestly, because I was just like, it it's like it's the same thing with every show or work that really predicates itself on like dire circumstances like and high stakes like oh any character can die well at a certain point which when am i going to stop caring like when is it going to feel like it these characters won't die or it's going to happen at a point where well, I that's what attack on and that's titan that's what happen. happened with me with attack on titan honestly was other characters were dying and like I could see the cast that the author wanted and I just didn't give a shit about the cast. So I stopped reading. We, we I stand Levi, but mm-hmm. it's like, but, but with that is, you know, your risk becomes, you know, who can I kill off? How will they feel about it? And he does take shots at the main cast, but that's why you need a balance of, and something like, that Matt and I would talk about uh, up until the ending and to be like spoiler free is like when you have those kind of shows, p- there's people that want everyone to die. There's people that want no one to die. And then there's people that just pick and choose based on the characters they like. That's where the author has to be good because your risk can't just be, Oh, I'm gonna kill off everybody. I don't necessarily yeah. consider that risky. You could call it risky, but then it's like, eh, I agree. your selective choosing of who you're going to kill. And like in season four, there's, I think he nails it. The first person he kills from the main cast in season four nails it. The fan base feels it. We're all sad. We're like, fuck, like why? But it was a good death. Cause it was like you, you in this world of hell and people dying all the time, he nailed the impact of death, which is hard to do and shit like that. 
-hmm. Now, if he came back the next episode and just killed another one, and then the next episode did another one, now you're not necessarily taking, you're not being, you're not taking risks. You're just going on a murder rampage, which you're allowed to, it's your story, but that's where the, to me, your risks, your risk factor has to be um, in question. You can't just keep sniping people off. But I will say also, like, uh, I will say Shibuya is as good Shibuya's of an arc good. as it is because of the risks that got taken. Characters yeah. characters mutilated, characters killed off, characters taken out of the story. Like, literally bringing Look. in Yuta because now the hero that Yuji is bad. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like they're, they're, you've put you've set yourself up in such an interesting way that like, it's why I, it's hard for me to compare. Shibuya is a good arc. The follow-up is just not there for it. I don't think the follow-up's there, whereas in Attack on Titan. That's the problem. In Attack on Titan, I think the follow-up is. Yeah. No, that's Um, that's fair. But yeah, like, I, I don't want a cookie cutter. Like, in a, in obviously like mangaka take from what they read which mm. is what i've said for ages like if you want if you like a story but you wish something was different write that story and then yeah do your thing do your version you know what i mean that's literally sure. what shonen things it's literally are. what that's um and uh jjk is the most prime example of that um no was, i'm not gonna say that I and I don't even. He, I mean, he's a fanboy that was inspired by like Bleach. Black and Clover is Hunter literally Hunter. your boy. Read the big three and said, "I'm gonna do that, but I'm gonna do it no, all but, together." But, but uh, you say I say the I'm same saying. thing about My Hero Academia, dude. Where it's like it yeah, took no, the they're... best from the big yeah. three and then made its own story. Absolutely, no. A lot of these. Guys, that's why it's 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 a different culture, and so it's like, I guess to. To wrap my point up with that is like I'm not saying JJK or any of those do it the best way. That's obviously subjective. I'm just saying JJK yeah. definitely does that. There's like a clear line of thought you can oh, yeah. see. <laughs> I uh, yeah. my hero, if anything, it's not from Japanese works. He sees Western comics and he's like, I want to do that, and he makes that happen. And that's a lot more impressive than um, yeah. uh, mangaka is recycling the same uh shonen stories mm-hmm. and it's like somewhat a, they said it's like half between showing love and like and in copying just it feels different over there than it does over here if you were to write a book about i i use this because it's an example most people know even though i've never read the books i'm not getting into the controversial part of it but if i said yo i got this really cool story about this wizard boy he's gonna you know do some things and like i, I got this really neat idea i'd almost get immediately shut down if in the US, because that's such a profound story name versus some of the biggest stuff in manga are not only taken from other manga, they're taken from other Japanese pieces of work and no one bats an eye because it's not so much that you copied. It's like you guys- Oh, I legit didn't know what you were referencing. (laughs) You're not not American enough, Jake. Um, I was like, what is he talking about? And I'm like, oh, me and Matt look like the guy. So I'm missing a scar. Yeah. But I'm like, it's it's such a different take on it where it's like, you know, like like Dragon Ball is literally uh uh the Sun Wukong, and he's like, I'm just gonna make him fight more. Yeah. And everyone's like, fuck yeah, okay. And so that 
just the way that they view copying versus over here. And that's kind of why sometimes reading manga is more enjoyable than Western pieces of work, because sometimes in the West, people want to be so original that like, I've been reading Invincible and I think Invincible does this really, it's right on the edge and it's so easy to misstep. I'm not going to spoil anything, but he's, he's so good. Oh, I, at writing, I read like, all of Invincible. I love it so much. It's a, it's, you've read all of Invincible? Yeah. Oh wait, I'm going to text you after this podcast. <laughs> I want Matt to start reading it too, but Matt's just Matt. Up. You should read it. You'll love it, man. I know I will. I love Kirkman, dude. And and the the way I, the show came out, and I started reading it, and I was like, um, by the time this show gets finished, um, everyone will be dead. So I might as yeah. well just read it, <laughs> and I'll get everything will be spoiled to me anyway. So I might as well just read it. They also um, fun fact spoilery. Uh, cre- they do a good job of like certain things like the show is doing different than the comics and i appreciate that because it does give you something to look forward to if you're if you're a comic reader and yeah. you get a slightly different adaptation of it like I don't, they don't change like super huge core things but they do like little things and i'm like oh that's neat but like invincible does this really good line of like there's obvious superhero influence but because like he's writing a rated r superhero comic does a really good fucking job of it and it's like we're an invincible podcast now i I, I love so excited for this i was no i could i could i love invincible invincible is fantastic oh wait matt have you finished season two of the Uh, first four episodes of season two yeah i've watched what's out yeah okay so do you guys like do we think this is a nerf this is how we'll i got about 10 more minutes i want but this is (laughs) i love invincible do you guys feel like it was jarring just going off the first four episodes omni man was damn near untouchable season one right like the only fight he like struggles in is the first fight against the league um against the, the justice league rejects and he and even the author comes out and says he needed to get the drop on him they're like if it was an alternate timeline and they were they knew he was coming they're like they would have been omni man but omni man wrecks their shit but it is a fight he gets hit and then crushes people's heads does it feel jarring that Omni-Man was then, how do I put this? He's like Superman status in season one. Does he still feel like Superman season two to you guys? Or do you feel like he got nerfed going into season two? I don't think he feels I don't think nerfed. he got nerfed. We've never seen him fight. Um, we're fi- we're seeing him fight other Viltrumites. Viltrumites, yeah. Yeah. So now we're like, okay, we don't know. And he fucking handles them. He get and the only time he gets hurt is when he gets like caught and it wears, which is totally fine and fair. He did rip and, that man's guts out. I would be pretty unexpecting him to come back to. Uh, exactly. <laughs> if I ripped your guts and, out and, and that's the greater part. The wall. <laughs> and I appreciate that. And, and at least that's like a standard set very early on with Viltrumites is they'll walk around with their guts out, and as long as their heart's beating, that's a okay. Oh, they're fucking. <laughs> I I love the premise of like I said. And I said this legacy characters, but I love the premise of Viltrumites, which is they're just obscenely strong. Why? Because they are. Yeah. And yeah, if they, you don't explain it super them. hard, it's honestly a better, yeah. it's a better trope. Like I don't mm-hmm. have to have some bullshit reason why I'm Superman. No, my whole fucking species, we're just a bunch of monsters. And fuck you, that's why. Um, do you guys feel like Invincible? Because it's some of the comments I've seen online. Do you guys feel like Invincible is significantly stronger season two to season one where he clearly gets a shit rock bomb man at the end of season one but he could fight a very uh, i don't know they have rankings for him i don't know what home ranks but she's a adept viltrumite 
and uh homegirl with the fucking um her hair Steve, yeah i can't remember her name either i can't either matter. but like she's, a, <laughs> she's an adept viltrumite fighter and mark basically once he once he's like okay yeah i guess i have to kill her he pretty much just rocks her shit do you guys I feel mean, like he is stronger I, than he should be at that point i think he's a little stronger but ultimately it's like it boils down to like what holds him back from other viltrumites and this is in the comics too um he he's holding back he's not a fucking mass murdering psycho like yeah. the viltrumites so and when he does cut loose it's against other viltrumites and they rip each other to shreds um most of the time so and it's a bloodbath um so i mean i don't Poor i don't Alan. think it's like crazy but uh yeah <laughs> so that's so poor seth rogan i uh, literally yeah. was I know him getting fucked up. I was like, "Fuck!" (laughs) And it feels so sudden because you're like, "I was like, oh, this is a big character," and then gone. They're like, they build up like the tenseness in the scene before, and then you finally think, "Okay, he's gonna get a break." Like it's him and his girl. They're at the bar, and it's like, "Okay, cool." He's gonna have like this little because in season one, it's kind of like he Alan feels like Seth Rogen if he just literally got thrown to an animated film. Like it feels like him. And you're yeah. like, okay, cool. There's going to have some jokes and it's all going to be good. And just out of nowhere, fucking swoop, smashed out the fucking bar. And it's like, no, bitch, you about to run the... F- Vilcher might say run the fade and they mean run it. Uh, do, you, do you think, Matt, do you think, uh, do you think Mark is... Do you think Mark is too strong in season two to start off? Mm, not really. He doesn't really win. And he kind of gets fucked up again. These, yeah, yeah, they all get fucked. To be the the winner of that battle was literally one dude's guts are missing. Nolan's back was broken. Mark was bloodied against the rock. Yeah, the the guy that won the fight a three on one and is literally holding his guts in with his shirt. <laughs> right. So, yeah. It's like how hey, uh, power power scalers need a life. <laughs> that's that's my take uh like if you're gonna if you it's he's as strong as the plot needs to be he's as strong as the plot needs to be there it is i i give that the idea of a vilcher might still work they establish their their humanoid and that's why like when they reproduce with other non-humanoid creatures it's like that's a sin to them so obviously nolan having the second kid is like it's more they reject Oliver immediately versus Mark. It's like, well, if you'll kill people for us, fuck it, you can come along. Um, I will say one of the differences, and this is what you can tell, it's it's a show, not a comic. So the last scene, I can say this, it's the comparison, it's not a spoiler. The last scene of when Krieg is talking to Mark and he's like, Hey, you're gonna go to Earth, either you kill a couple and get shit under control, or we'll kill millions. That's really fast. Um, in the comic, the exact line is, you got 100 years. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's how you can tell. The yeah. comic is going to run for X amount of volumes versus this show is not going to adapt in that real-time space. And it's like, mm-hmm. they are going to give you a still very good, but a quote-unquote sped-up version of Invincible. And I'm just like, yo, y'all just Dave, like you just give that nigga 100 years and be like, yo, 100 years, take the shit. Because I'm like, no one was on Earth for what? Mark's 18 at the start of the story 17 like 20 yeah. years yeah so it's like so he's on earth for about 20 years and i'm like yo he's had like another 80 years to go like this that was why he was slow burning it he's like 20 years then he's like, all right now i'll kill the justice league 
Like, I'll become the hero. I'll kill the Justice League. Um, I'm already in with the CIA, essentially. And it's like, now we'll start doing stuff. I got 80 more years with this shit. Uh, I also give Mark a pass to the humanoid point. Nolan's his dad, and they establish Omni-Man's a beast even amongst other Viltrumites. So I'm like, if your dad's strong as fuck, you know, genetically, you're yeah, technically a stronger than average Viltrumite. And there's... I can't say things because of spoilers but there's reasons you know it's it's and it's it's dope what they do like in the show uh when they pull up to kill him even the i don't remember dude who gets his guts spilled out but even he's impressed he's like oh fuck this is no one's kid okay because even he's because they you can see the respect and they they only revere strength obviously but you can see the respect for omni-man strength of like yeah even amongst us like homie's a fucking monster um the Invincible's fantastic. Uh, I do highly recommend reading the comics because I have no idea when the fuck season two, part two is going to come out. Um, I, I think, think it comes out April. Yeah, it's it's this year. But it's like, it's, in, it's, it's in like the first few months, I think. Yeah, I just four episodes at a time, and I understand they are going to do a quicker version, quote unquote, than the comics. But I just I, I highly recommend, highly recommend read read fun, guys. Fun fact: same creator as Miles Morales. I'm not a Spider-Man person. Is it really? Yeah. Kirk Kirkman did Miles? No, he didn't. Is he? No. I know he's the Walking Dead guy, right? Robert Kirkman did the Walking Dead. Oh, I'm sorry. Unless he like co-wrote it with someone that did Miles. No, no, I'm I'm just confused. We support a black black Spider-Man on this podcast. So if he did, he he down with the team. There's (laughs) a bunch of them. It's cool. Multiverse. Is Spider-Man multiverse? Yeah. Yeah, it's totally got a movie. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that, that's Miles' movie. So. <laughs> they uh, were trying to get far the fuck away from Peter Parker. Who's Peter the... Porker. Porker. What's the name of Miles Morales' creator? Oh. It's like Beckman. It starts with a B. Beckman. Ben Beckman? No. Beckman. Uh, what else do we have before we close out? What else? What else do we got for early twenty? What's our like early twenty four shit we're looking oh, forward to and just like manga or comics in general? Like, what are you guys looking forward to at the start of the year? We'll finish Thousand mm-hmm. Year Blood War at some point, and we will get on here and talk about the oh, masterpiece. You're things. actually gonna finish it? Oh, shit. I will try. I because I'm because here's the only thing. Because as as bad as it was, I Bro, still have Kenpachi to look to look forward to. Because Kenpachi at least is a once again. A character who was just mindlessly strong, and the reason isn't that complex, so it's okay at, up okay. to this point. I don't know if that gets totally. Butchered. He just has to see the Zanpakuto creators fight, and then we're golden. That's probably like one of the coolest ones. I think I that's just, how the second part ends. Is it? That's fine. I think so. There's a I guy who's Kipachi just like do something because your boy is. I I YouTube like two of his fights, and I was talking to Matt about this the other day. I was like, I YouTubed him against uh, Espada. That's how you say it. Yeah. Yeah, Aspara Which five. Oh, that's a fun one. And, and the yeah. fight is literally, yo, he gets cut up and he's like, okay, I need to be this strong. And, and he, he just gets puts his other hand. Right? And then he gets cut again. He's like, okay, I need to be this strong. And he just keeps doing it until homie. This so it's one of the so the eye patch is a stupid trope, and homie literally just ripping off the eye patch solely is a stupid fucking thing. And I'm like, he just just went for the eye patch, and then immediately Kampach is like. You shouldn't have did that. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I, I thought that was, that was just funny, dude. Yeah, it's it's like, you, just, you just let it happen, dude. 
And then I saw the uh, I saw a clip with the little girl who's his uh, vice captain, and mm-hmm. she gets angry, and she's like, "Kenny's fighting. Don't bother me." And I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. That's pretty much her entire character. Yeah, uh, we get one fight with her. Is she uh, the woman in the fridge? No. Yeah, she I is. Why does that reaction so different? <laughs> And if she is, Jake, I don't remember because this arc is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> What's better? Full bring a thousand year blood war. She, she might be. I honestly had forgotten about that, but she might. What What's better? Full bring or full bring or thousand year blood war? What's the better art, guys? What's how we close like, it out? I like give them a great at it. I like full bring war because like the fights in that like matter and are kind of interesting. Nothing matters in thousand year blood war. Yeah. I'm inclined to think that, yeah. Um, because Matt and, literally made a slideshow saying Fulbring doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And he <laughs> just said Thousand Year Blood War doesn't I also, matter even more. I also put in the slideshow Eisen gets beat. Now what? Because that seems like a really good stop to the story. Yeah. <laughs> I also said that. <laughs> is Eisen the big bad got beat? Close out. Is Eisen a is Eisen despite the flaws with Bleach is Eisen a respectable endgame villain? Should have been yeah. the endgame. He should have been the That's endgame. That's what we all we all want. Every, yeah, it's unfortunate because I think Tokyo Revengers is going that way too, where they their endgame villain got killed, and I'm like, oh cool, it's over. And then I realized that there's eighty five more chapters, oh, and, no. or a hundred more chapters, and I was like. Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> Season four Uh-oh. has not been confirmed to being picked up yet. So we'll see. <laughs> Shout out to Bleach. Shout out to Eisen. You guys, it, it was an excuse to smoke and hang out. So we can't, we, you know. That's right. Come back, then, bro. We'll, uh, we'll finish. But with that being said, we're going to head out. Appreciate everybody, as always, for listening. At I talk a lot 9080, hard found network on Twitter, Instagram. Don't forget to go check out the Brambleberry and Shadow Ryla on Instagram. And we will see you guys next week. All right, peace out, dudes.